Hello, everyone, and <laughs> welcome back to Movement Theories. I'm very glad we've got this far, and I'm very glad for all of you who tune in and listen. Today, we're talking about frantic assembly, physical theatre, stunt casting, shows that are currently on West End, and one other thing. You're oh, asking me some gonna, questions. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do who's most likely to. Who's most likely to. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot. And uh, I'm very excited to, to get started. So this week in theatre... Uh, we have had new MYMT directors, or oh, artistic directors, yes. appointed, which is very exciting. Who so are they? There's Alex Summerhughes and Chris Cumming, who are the new co-artistic directors. Yes. And so Jeremy Walker has just stepped down as artistic director of the National Youth Music Theatre Company. Yes, sorry, MYMT I should have clarified. Yes. yes. Chris Cumming is an amazing choreographer and director. He choreographed the first year of NYMT in concert in which I managed to squeeze a place in, <laughs> bearing in mind I had limited experience. And so that was such a great learning opportunity. It was for amazing me. to watch. And everyone like kind of just taught me on the go because they'd be saying show references and I just didn't <laughs> didn't know them. It was only a few months before I got Hamilton and Phantom of the Opera mixed up. Yeah. Please don't that hate was me big. That was big. For that. Uh, but I've learned now. Uh, yes. So yeah, they're amazing. So people. they've also appointed an eleven-strong artistic advisory group. Wow! So it it's generally compiled of different actors, which include Michael Gibson, Amira Akureri, Akuza Bo. I've written that really badly. I'm really sorry. And Kate Gollidge. Uh, my handwriting is atrocious. I apologise. Um, and then the CEO Adrian Pecker described it as a bold statement of intent. Yeah. Back um, to the handwriting quickly. You yeah. know it's bad if you can't read it yourself. I know. That is bad. Like, that is. But you've you've hit rock bottom there. Yeah. Yours is just as bad. Though. I can't I read can yours. Read this. Yeah. Fair enough. No I hate. can't read yours. No hate. Um, but it, they've kind of said that it's, they want it to enrich future work through a vibrant range of creative perspectives. So nice. they've invited a real range of different yeah. actors and actresses and creatives to try and you know yes. broaden their sphere. I'm very excited to see where. The National Youth Music Theatre goes. Yeah, definitely. This will probably be my... It's my second year, first proper year with them. Probably my last. I don't know if I'd be doing it again in uni. Uh, and I've been really lucky. And I think that's a big thing about the industry. It's all on luck. And I can tell you so strongly, it's like the, a 90% luck yeah. in, in me doing both of them. Because it just happened that the shows they picked that year, one of them was suited for me. So last year was like a mashup, and so I can learn from that. This year is physical theatre. Uh, it's by one of the uh, helpers or someone who teaches practitioners in frantic assembly, which is what we're discussing today. And so I've been really lucky because it's not a traditional musical, the stuff I'm doing. NYMT is a very prestigious, very difficult um, company to, to be part of, and I feel like an imp I get a mad imposter syndrome, <laughs> mad imposter syndrome. Uh, but it's I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yes. It'd be cool to see them do more shows like BYMT. Yeah. That that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, they're an amazing, amazing. But speaking of which, you know, if you're about in Leicester in uh, August, yes. you should get some tickets to go and see. Yeah. Second armchair. week of August. I'll the be there. Boy who sell the ocean of an armchair. 
and uh, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I'm coming to watch. Yeah. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Going to be sick. Yeah. Very uh, cool. What else is on theatre? Anything so else? So this week, uh, Wicked have also had to pause filming due to the actors' strike. Yeah. So it began on the 14th of July, 2023, and the actors are lobbying for better streaming residuals and protection with the ongoing threat of AI. Which we talked about earlier, didn't we? Off camera. Yes. Well, I think we can touch on to yeah, that. Yeah, no, definitely. Because we've got a lot of time. Uh, do you think it's appropriate now? Or do you want to finish or... No, we can, we can talk about it now. That's yeah. fine. So, this whole thing about AI. And uh, I was talking to cameraman Joe. Big up. Behind the camera. About Black Mirror. Yes, the Netflix series. Netflix series. And so, Black Mirror, obviously, Netflix series. It's episode, uh, episodic structure. So, wait, but of course it's episodic. How, how do I describe this? Anthology. Every every episode oh, is different. We know lots about anthologies. You don't need to watch it in a in a in a structure. In like dance, we call things episodic, episodic. if they're like you. They're not like. And theatre it's still in theatre, just yeah. not less in TV. Shows anyway, ago. you can watch it whatever order you like. And so the episode I watched was called uh, "Joan is Awful," and it was basically they'd found this ordinary Joan, and using data from that she'd signed off, that probably all of us have signed off when using Google and using her phone and laptops and any cameras or whatever around that they've just got permission to use because we just go, oh, cookies, sure. Oh, um, consent form, sure. Uh, they basically had used what they've heard and seen and used AI to just create her and her life and do a replica of her life and then put it on a Netflix show. And so she gets home and is watching with her partner and her partner sees her with another man and her partner sees her being horrible at work and her partner sees all of like the really negative sides of things. Well, but the, um, the thing, another thing of that episode was that um, it used the, the faces of celebrities like Selma Hayek. Yes. Because um, they had just signed away their likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear anything more about it, skip 10 seconds. There's a moment to get Sam Hayek's attention where this ordinary Joan, because Sam Hayek is playing her, basically. <laughs> this ordinary Joan eats loads of burgers, has some like digestion stuff, goes into a church during a wedding and just <laughs> poos all over the floor. And But then because of the way the show works is this AI just automatically generates this and five hours later it's played all over the internet as Salma Hayek. And so now Salma Hayek's image is just ruined and she doesn't even know much about the show. It's just that her, she's been created by AI and it's just put on like she just signed a form, gets the money. Whoa. And so all over Netflix and everyone's watching it is just Salma Hayek pooing in a church everywhere, really graphic. And so then Salma Hayek and this girl kind of team up and um, and yeah. And then it turns out and it's this is crazy. So more spoiler alerts that uh, this girl that we're watching isn't even the original Joan. We're watching another AI. We're watching like Platform 2 and then they're watching Platform 3. And so this girl is actually played by another celebrity that we're watching the whole time. And I hadn't actually realized. Um, and then the original real world after they break this quantum machine is the real Joan who is being played by this celebrity that we're watching the entire way through the episode. And so once it's destroyed, we go back to the real world, which we only see at the end. And we see this brand new actor playing who they've looks just like a normal person, isn't glammed up in celebrity makeup 
um and uh and yeah it was, it's, it's really interesting as a concept <laughs> the, the actors strike the actors strike yes yeah yeah so that's an interesting one is so if you, you couldn't hear that i don't know how well but extras selling away their likeness which means they just scan an ai copy which means as an extra if that's kind of what you do to get a lot of your money yeah you you, you just go into the studio once and now they just create you digitally and, and that, no that's more why work. they don't they want more streaming like residuals because in you know when you do an advertisement they have to pay every time they use your face whereas on streaming platforms you know people can watch it over and over and over and they only get the money they make yeah on the well i think really. wouldn't it well, i see what you think joe but would you not think it gets to the point where they don't even need to use extras they just create yeah digitally ia yeah have to pay anyone because it's all about getting more money, and if you don't need to pay people for things, then people just won't. But we went to um, we went to Comic Con a few years ago, didn't we? we? Did, and yes. we spoke to an actor who was an extra in a bunch of the things, Marvel and stuff, Marvel yeah. and the Fantastic Beast series and stuff. And being an extra was how he'd made his living. Like yes. he'd come and he did kind of cameo stuff. Like he was recognizable in like little. Yeah, roles, no, you could you could see. Like I recognized his face. Didn't yeah. we know? Didn't know who he was at all, but he yeah. had a recognisable face. And so he he'd sure. made his like living off of extra work. So that's really scary that there are probably you know hundreds, thousands of people that do that. Yeah. And that's taking away so many jobs. And also a big thing is opportunities. Mm. I'll see what you have to say first and then I'll get back onto this. Uh, well, what I was going to say was just obviously if you sell, if what they're proposing is you sell your likeness to a studio, then, um, then not only does it mean you never get to work for that studio again because they now own your likeness and can just use you anyway. It also means that you can't work for any other studio that does mm. your likeness because it's all yeah, it's by it's all your work. It's just so scary because that's your face. Yeah, and yeah. on a a lower level to like making a living from it as a young person, I have contacts and friends uh, my age who just for experiences and opportunities will dip into extra work. A podcast I used to do, one of the hosts had done that. A boy who I stay with very frequently, not very frequently, occasionally in London, uh, whenever I need accommodation, went to uh, Greece to film a party scene uh, on a, I think on a boat or something in Greece. And he was an extra in this, got flown out, got given like 500 pounds. Everything was covered. It was there for like a week, long weekend. And it was just a great opportunity for him to network and meet new people. And like he's not making a living from that, but he's doing it as this great opportunity through mm. extra platforms. And um, he, we're not going to see opportunities like that given to young people because they won't need to. Like you're not going to pay fi- a kid five hundred pounds and a bunch of like travel costs and stuff if you could just use AI. Yeah, it's really scary, and that's a lot of the way that people get their foot into the industry is mm. by doing extra work, and that's how you meet directors and runners, and you yeah. know people learn faces and names don't they so yeah so that, i think that's what i mean by opportunities we're just going to miss out on them uh but the wicked film was actually only 10 days away from finishing filming mm. and so it was wow stephen schwartz who wrote wicked like the music like incredible uh actually was a bit like it is a bit annoying because they're only 10 days away from film- yeah, so, finishing so filming but he was like, i completely stand with them and the uh john chu who's the director of the wicked films yeah 
it was it was has put out a tweet to say that he stands you know with the actors as well because i guess they've all come from that place like they've all yes. been there and a lot of the kind of really famous people like cynthia arrivo ariana grande jonathan bailey who are all very well established actors have all again put out their support with the actor strikes because yeah. obviously they're gonna you know benefit more from being in the wicked film and probably get yeah. paid ridiculous amounts of money but yes. com- in co- i mean in comparison especially to their uh, counterparts who might not be quite as because uh, like well ariana grande oh, is, is the whole like rich get richer is she'll just get more money yeah do the same amount of work but it's because of her name and her face which makes sense like she's built this brand and this reputation yeah. and people will watch it more because she's in there so they're gonna make more money because of it and i'm so really excited to see her in that because but, people are very yeah. like controversial because she's a pop star but actually she trained on broadway she was in 13 a musical when she was a teenager and is like classically trained as a musical theater performer so it's yeah. really exciting yeah i think to see her i mean she is this. a controversial person in different ways uh-huh. uh, in terms of how like being a celebrity has changed her in her look there's a lot yeah. around the whole uh, excessive use of tanning. Um, we don't see. need to get into that, but she yeah. is a controversial person, so I yes. can see why people would go into it with hate. Mm. Um, and if we've seen anything from people like James Corden, celebrities being in musicals mm. doesn't always. But she's she is like it's. This is what we were talking about a few weeks ago, of the fact like people replacing and we'll go into it a bit. Stunt casting. Stunt casting. Yeah. Whereas I think, in a sense, you might consider it stunt casting, but also she is like. She's trained. A trained musical theatre yes. performer, which is Like Karen nice. Fletcher. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, Cynthia Erivo is known for her incredible work on Broadway. She was in The Colour Purple, yeah. which we've seen. We didn't see her in it, but we saw that musical. And um, it's really exciting to see her in this. And then obviously Jonathan Bailey, who is most well known for being in Bridgerton, I'd mm. argue. But he's done stuff on the West End. He's been, he was in the last five years. Like he's done some really, really awesome yeah. stuff. Well, I'm just down to myself quickly here. So with Carrie Hope Fletcher. Yeah. She's trained, but not like drama school. She didn't go to drama school, but she's. But she is trained. She did. Beforehand. Um, she went to Sylvia Young, I believe. And yeah. did. She, her like West End de- debut, she was Little Eponine in Les Mis. Crazy. And then she was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a kid too. So Crazy. And Mary Poppins, I think, yeah. but I could be wrong. So, but she doesn't have... Does Ariana Grande have, like, the equivalent of drama school uni training? I don't know. Okay, but, yeah. um, but Carrie Hope gets used yeah. for her, her her name and her face and her talent. Yes. It'll be interesting to see how Ariana Grande yeah. fares in Wicked. Is she playing evil? No. No, no, no. Cynthia Riva is Elphaba, the green okay. one. Yeah. And then Ariana Grande is Glinda, the green oh, one. Oh, okay. Well, it's only because Ariana Grande, sorry, can't say the name, is just used to being in a different colour, I guess you could say. Wow. <laughs> is that is that too much? <laughs> oh, maybe, but I, that was funny. I wasn't able to say that. <laughs> Ariana Grande was she's had a lot of connection with Wicked. Actually, so has Cynthia Erivo. But ironically, they played the other parts, and mm. so Wicked had a concert to celebrate its anniversary on Broadway. I think that was the reason. And Ariana Grande sang "The Wizard and I," which mm. is Alphabet's song, like big song. And Cynthia Erivo, I think, sang popular she sang something that glinda sings um nice. which was really cool but yeah and Let's then move I, have, on. I have one more yeah. one more news this for this week is that next to normal is making its uk premiere after its very successful broadway run so it was on broadway a few years ago and was super super successful and then they've brought it over here so they're currently in rehearsals and it's starring cassie levy jamie parker trevor dion uh, trevor dion nicholas sorry 
Ellen and Nottingham. Worthington. This is so Your bad. writing. This is <laughs> atrocious. Uh, Jack Orterio and Jack Wolf at mm. the Domnall Warehouse. I'd really like... Oh, Donomar, I recognise... Yeah. So yeah, I'd really like to watch these shows we talk about. Yeah. Because a lot of them I don't actually know much about as a newbie. I'm still calling myself a newbie. I've not seen Next to Normal, but I've just had some of the music. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely stuff. I'd like to talk about Frantic Assembly now. Of course. I am very passionate about the work that Frantic Assembly do. Yes. I think they are an incredible company. They're just cool. Uh, We study them uh, in our drama GCC and BTEC. Yeah. that we did after GCSE. And so we know quite a lot. Yes. However, whether we're going to remember all of that yeah, it's like is a, a slightly different story. It's like Yasmin Vardaman. I've got down some basic notes that I need to cover. And um, and yes, there's also going to be a poll in our YouTube community tab. So uh, go give it an answer. Yes, I'd like please. to see what you think. So let's start with a bit of that ethos. Yes. Okay. Collaboration. I love companies the focus on collaboration definitely i think it's super important Mm. i think it's where we're currently going with performing arts you're just going to have to collaborate with people that's a good thing as well i mean why wouldn't you Um, my my uni where i'm going to central is like very when we went to the open day isn't it like it was all so collaborative all the courses work with each other the props people do the and the costumes do the yeah. yeah, for the shows. And like I'm, your university I'm is really just a, a theatre. Yeah. Like it can't, it, it just works as a running theatre. I can't wait. I'm Every department excited. is there that you need to run, run a theatre. <laughs> You're getting the grades. I don't know what I'm talking about. She needs more confidence. <laughs> um, talking about the ethos again, empowerment. Yes. Which is good. Yes. You need to empower yes. people to work no matter mm. of background, mm. uh, gender. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, and a d- desire to improve yes. yeah i think these are really 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 good it's things a strong ethos yeah strong a ethos. very strong ethos um and so let's let's talk about what we know oh gosh here we go <laughs> see see what we can remember okay uh the frantic style yes it's physical theater and i think physical theater is the best i think it's revolutionizing education yeah um, acting, um, just moving, like even like just dance, mm. it's changing, changing the game, changing the game. Frantic Assembly, like I said about NYMT, I'm so excited to see where they go. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting and changes the way that you see a lot of quite traditional performances, mm. and it's not it's not like anything else out there that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we went to watch Othello, which obviously is a Shakespearean play, and it was in can modern be done times. very traditionally, but Frantic put a modern spin on it, and there was all this movement, and yeah. it really, I think, enhanced the performance a lot. Yeah, no, it was really, really cool, really good. They're currently doing Metamorphoses, which yes. uses AI, which is very cool. Which very we were cool. talking a little bit about earlier. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, but scary in a sense. Definitely. Is where I think in Definitely. terms of where AI is going. Because, I mean, everyone is worried about their jobs. I think rightly so, because when you think about it, like you could set up two chat GBTs alongside an AI video th- thing to just make podcasts like this. Yeah, you don't need us. <laughs> which will probably be 10 times more interesting ah. and scripted 
and researched oh. and charismatic because they'll just be able to do it all. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't need Joe Rogan. Just have an AI version. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sad. Yeah. And scary. I like humans. I don't want I like any humans more as well. Yeah, I know. Most I mean, I think in education, you kind of need some of that sim- sympathy. But at the same time, would AI just do a better job? Would they just never make the little mistakes that teachers make every now and then? Would it just be perfect because of how it is? Would they kind of oh, get it down like to a ex- T? existential spiral. I know. And then in terms of performance, as we've seen with ABBA Voyage. Yeah, it's very true. You, you would have the dancing, the singing and acting perfect. You wouldn't have any dancers slightly out of breath. You wouldn't have any dancers who are sick one day. You wouldn't need covers or swings. You wouldn't need covers, swing. You wouldn't need any of this. Yeah. It, it would just all be done. And people loved ABBA Voyage. Like it went they down did. the hit. It's, it's, it's very successful. But then, yeah. it, you know, it could apply to all of it. The mm-hmm. lighting design, the costume and, design. And the, what happens if you know. the the artificial intelligence that are taking the jobs then stops being the, being the ones that pay to go to these performances? Soon Stop. audiences would be AI. <laughs> I mean, soon we'll have like whole cities that are just AI cities of all the people, of all the AI that have all these jobs and that are earning money from this. Like, they'll have their own AI that have their bank accounts. They'll pay to go watch performances of other AI. I mean, this, it's, it's crazy it's this is like could be 10 years style. away we just tried to talk about frantic assembly sorry yeah frantic assembly <laughs> who are doing a show about ai yes. metamorphosis uh which is which is very cool so frantic style yes physical theater they love moving and working together lots of contact work it's very experimental in yeah. different ways so the shows they've done uh and the people they worked with which will link into one of their ethos of collaboration i have a bit of a list Ooh. list here um uh, so things that people they've commissioned with um, in d- in different ways, whether this is directors, choreographers, writers, whatever. So in 2020, they collaborated with Sally Abbott on I Think We Are Alone. In 2018, Anna Jordan on The Unreturning. Now, some of these we're going to recognise, okay? So Simon Stevens, uh, they collaborated with on Curious Incident, you know, you know yes you know, I do talking about nine times. so I'd that's l- w- 2012 they did that first I'd love to see that then same person Fatherland 2017 and 18 and then back to Curious Incident of the Dog in Night Time 2018 2019 I think I'm saying Curious Incident of the Dog in yeah you need to enunciate yes well, the reason I wasn't down. the reason I wasn't was because I was nervous I was going to get it wrong so like, Curious oh, Incident curious of, the dog, of the dog in the Night Time yeah. uh, yes. Andrew Bovell do you remember do you two remember Andrew Bovell? He did Things I Know To Be True. <laughs> and what year was that in? 2016, uh, 2017. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, <laughs> cuts yeah. off. Cuts off. Cuts off. That's n- yeah. Mark Ravenhill. Do you recognise the name? It doesn't matter if you don't or not. Um, no, that's next. Uh, pool. No water in brackets. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> 2006. Abby Morgan. You just said love song. Love song. Yeah. 2011 and Tiny Dynamite in 2001, 2003. Wow, I wasn't born. No, we weren't. Not to scare any of our like, you know, I don't want to say slightly older because that also sounds rude. 2005. I know. And we're both 18. Not to scare anyone. Yeah, that's. Oof. But then our younger viewers will probably be like, "That's so old." Yeah, I know. Uh, Bryony. Bryony. No. No. Bryony. You're going to laugh at me. I can't read the writing of my surname. <gasps> I think I read them earlier. Bryony uh, Lavery. Lavery. Bryony Lavery. That's an L-A-V-E-R-Y. 
uh, Stockholm 2007, Beautiful Burnout 2010, and The Believers 2014. Very nice. So lots of collaborations, lots of shows. Ones we recognise, things I know to be true. Love song, mm. Curious Incident. Fatherland a little bit. Like Wait, I feel like we looked at it in a PowerPoint. You've um, done some work in things like MCG, haven't you? You did a monologue from that one. Yes, I did Mark's... <laughs> and my uni audition. Yeah, for uni... <laughs> well, drama school auditions. Yes, yes. I did Mark's monologue. Um, how did it go? And then let me think. I'm trying to think, because you, you did it for me so many times. Yeah. Uh, I, I generally can't remember. That was really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Something about being held in your father's arms. I can remember that. Yeah. Uh, it was a very... A powerful monologue and I've talked to some friends who had more understanding of it than I did uh, in terms of the topics and I feel like I managed to put together something that that worked well yeah Uh, so those are people they've collaborated with Mm -hmm. Um, so Ignition Digital Theatre Plus and Frantic Studios which is new do you know Frantic Studios I haven't heard about this it's a new teaching resource basically replaces Mm -hmm. Digital Theatre Plus in a sense. Mm-hmm. So instead of like their work being on there and then Digital Theatre Plus getting the money, it's just you pay Frantic directly to access to Frantic Studios. Like Slide Plus. Was, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> was Digital Theatre Plus the thing we watched Yes, so our school paid for a yearly subscription for logins for all the students. Uh, uh, but basically, instead of us at school paying Digital Theatre Plus, they're paying now Frantic Studios and their work will be directly on there. Um, but if we talk uh, about talk which one actually you choose Ignition Ignition we're big big fans of Ignition so yes. some context here uh, why we why it's relevant to us or why it's relevant to us context why, why it's relevant to okay. us we took part in their tasters and trials we did last and so year 2022 yes yeah yeah and so um, we're kind of used to that way of their, the, the way they work was, which was also taught to us it was in an school. amazing experience wasn't it yeah. we had a great day we went up to Plymouth. Plymouth or down to Plymouth. Down to Plymouth. And uh, their first time auditions. me driving, big journey on yeah, my own. It was very exciting. And then we did, we arrived and we got to do our audition at the Theatre Royal Plymouth, which was incredible. Mm. Like that's such a cool because we thing watched to get the Colour Purple on that stage that afternoon, the lovely stage. Yes. Yeah. So we combined. did our frantic audition in the morning, and then to you know calm our nerves, reward ourselves, we went to watch the Colour Purple in the afternoon, which, which was, was very nice, incredible. Yeah. Shed we didn't get a place. Just we as didn't. like a disclaimer. No. Um, but, but I, I, you know, I don't but mind. There are 2023 auditions that uh, we would really like to go to because yes, Ignition. Ignition I was going to find those to, to say. Because Ignition is wonderful because you don't have to pay for it. It's all paid for, which a lot of these like big kind of theatre company type things you have to mm, pay a lot of money for. A lot of money. Whereas yeah. Frantic has a lot of funding from Arts Council and you know different money, places. So yeah, they've. They yeah. work with all of their audition venues, I think, are Frantic Assembly partners. Yeah. Like, they work kind of together. Oh, briefly, I'm going to link in the description all of the the shows that were worked, that I mentioned, that they'd kind of commissioned with people. Yeah. So you can have a look through oh, if you're you, interested. We'll um, put the audition dates link and we'll or something. I would also do that, yeah. That would be a good idea. Because it would be, be nice for, for more people to get yes. free workshops. And then we go get to meet some people if we don't already know them yes I know that's if true. there's anyone watching that we do that's true <laughs> that we don't know just if there's anyone watching <laughs> very valid stop. point very valid um, point but no, ignition is really good so it's a youth program for young people yes it, it was from it's ages wise isn't it 20 something i was gonna say 16 20s. to early 20 
three or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a week in October and you create some work, you perform it in one of their yeah. studios in London. Collaborative, you meet indie professionals. They keep in contact with you through a program called Reignite. Uh, and so lots of people like a friend I've made called Felipe Pacheco. He came up in terms of the profession through Frantic Ignition. Yeah. Um, and now he works for them. And so now he works with them. with them. He's toured in Othello. Yeah. He's doing Henry V School He's going to do the Metamorphosis one as well. Is he? Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry. For I haven't been stalking the Instagram as much as Caitlin has. I'm pretty sure that he's in that as well. Wow. That's, really, that's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. He is amazing. We love Philippe. He's really cool. We so do. he came up through Off the Ground Theatre in Liverpool. So his first professional work, my uncle directed. And so that's kind of how he, his like professional debut, I guess you could get. And then from there, he's gone on to do loads of, loads of things. So the reason I know him was through doing a podcast for a BTEC drama assignment. And I asked my uncle, can you just give me the name of a professional he did that i got in touch he was like yeah sure recorded a podcast met up in person we did we had, had sushi, sushi with him <laughs> yeah um and yeah really nice guy all around yeah and uh big, big fan. fan big fan yeah <laughs> it's gonna be in really interesting to see where he goes yeah and i'm Keep very excited i'm very excited to join the industry and to work with him halls the musical in london hasn't he he's mm-hmm. been doing uh, i think it was movement some kind of movement direction yes he helped he helped out with movement yeah which is so cool yeah awesome because really cool. we talked about halls on the podcast and, and then, then we, we found saw, out well you saw the post yes which is awesome um but yeah ignition used to be just a male program to kind of get more boys into movement and mm. drama and then but now it's all inclusive. Last last year or the year before, either twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, was the first year that they it was all gender inclusive. Yes. And so they don't have like one for boys and one for girls and whatever because yeah. you know they're very they were very passionate about kind yes. of everyone being invited like no matter how you identified like it was really very progressive and they did two instead of just running one they ran two so a few more people had a bit more mm. opportunity, but yeah. it was like. It was a really amazing audition process because they were so. It didn't feel like you were in an audition necessarily. You kind of it, it was, was like lots a workshop. of workshops, it was games. Just a workshop, like yeah. it was really chill, really really nice. Yeah, really good. Although the scary thing was they only took two people from each area. Yeah. So the they had a bunch of different audition dates in Plymouth, but they only took two people from those, which was like, oh wow. So we had one lad from our group and someone else from one of the other groups yeah it was crazy were, were and so we were like the likelihood of us both getting in you know yeah but to be slim. to be completely honest which is why i say everyone should apply for this it, it's not based off ability who's the best it's based off who they think will benefit benefit the most mm. improve the most from working with them who will so it's potential. Yeah, ha- who has the most potential mm. to do it? I think you'll have the least potential, or the least chance of getting in if you were perfect. Were perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not saying that like we were perfect for not getting in because like no, God. no out, I don't two people like out that. of like a hundred or whatever. I was got, definitely not perfect. And so it's I not tripped. saying that those ninety-eight people were. I tripped over, and I accidentally flirted with one of the guys. That was <laughs> <laughs> it was an, it was an accident. Uh, I don't know how he was just beautiful like the sun thanks it was a it just happened it was it just happened Um, (laughs) okay digital theatre plus is what we use to uh, to study frantic assembly and their work 
very useful. But now they've gone on to Frantic Assembly Studio, which is their new thing. And it's basically like I was saying, uh, it's a online subscription platform designed to support teachers and students in the study of contemporary theatre making from GCSE upwards, and obviously in particular the frantic method. Now they have their own method, and what I'd really like is to get Felipe on this new official podcast and have him talk more about him, yeah. the frantic method, because he knows about it much more than we do. We've just done some workshops. Uh, it would be very cool. And maybe even um, the man himself, Stephen Graham. Scott Graham. Scott. I called him Stephen. Did you get it wrong? Steve, Stephen Graham was the guy from This Is England, Josh. Scott Graham, Joshua. Hold on, let's just... Uh, he is also a very oh, let's just do like a cut <laughs> here. Stephen, oh, man. Stephen Graham. Scott Graham, MBE. Rough. Rough. But... I really, I really want to restart that. <laughs> that is I, so I, bad. No, I uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll keep it in. Um, <laughs> sorry, Scott Graham, who graduated from the University of Swansea with English, created the company Very with good. Stephen Hoggett and the lady, uh, the lady <laughs> who's no longer involved, which is why I don't remember her name. Steve Hoggett. I think it's Steve Rachel, Hoggett. but I Steve Hoggett? could be wrong. It is Steve Hoggett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. But um, the very interesting. The choreographer on my NYT show this year was there when they started the company, and the very first show they approached him. He was doing stuff uh, in ballet um, with ballet boys or, or or something like that, and um, they approached him saying, "Can you come create movement and choreograph on our first on show so one of these shows he's been there for like 10 rotations of the main character uh, so he knows a lot and now he's doing work with nymt and it's very exciting um yeah he's a very cool guy amazing yeah cool. um i think he's also a steve steve kirkham <laughs> everyone's just called steve aren't they <laughs> he might not be called steve Kirk. um but yes great choreographer mm. big fan maybe get him on the podcast yes Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so more about frantic. Yeah. I don't have anything now written down, uh, but oh, I just want to talk gonna... about it. Yeah. So uh, when we were were doing our uh, workshops that our teachers kind of brought to us, there was a lot about working together as a class in a physical way. We don't really touch on it much outside of the frantic space in terms of like the movement, the collaboration, the contact work. But we'd create or play around using our bodies to create different. Um, well, ideas. Mm. It could literally be like riding a bike. Like, how does that look? Um, but we used to do this thing called the jetpack, where it'd be like lifting yeah. up from either side of the arms, and uh, you kind of like fly them, fly them like this. Uh, one we've never properly tried is the parallel walking, which is where you h- holding someone up against the wall. We never had a wall that we could do this yeah. on, and they're just walking parallel to the floor like that which i think would be awesome and as i'm a gymnast our next podcast is going to be about acrobatics gymnastics does it help you as a dancer and i must say that this was so exciting for me because i've never had the opportunity to do anything like this before and so i i was loving it yeah it was an amazing so much fun yeah it was incredible it was really really cool and a lot of their works were really amazing like we wrote about things that need to be true for our b-tech and it was so easy to write about because there was just so much 
to talk about all the yeah, characters really and their details and, and the physical movement. The BTEC, they kind of surprise you with what element of the play they're going to ask you about. And so you get maybe like eight options that you can go away and revise. And then on the day, you just, you answer one. Vicky Middleton, was that the... Oh, I think you're right. But I, could, I also could be wrong. But I feel like that sounds right. I said Rachel, that's so wrong. <laughs> but it, that that rings a bell. Yeah. Could be wrong though. We'll put it Well, that, No, we won't. <laughs> I don't know. No, we won't. I'm not making Josh do any more. No, you, you'll see if you go and look at, obviously, the shows Just that we've Google talked it. about. And please don't send us any hate. <laughs> no. um, but it was... I've lost my... I'm really sorry, now. because I just it popped into my head and that's I thought, okay. I have to say this. What was I talking about? But you know what I'm like. Ignition. Hmm. No, I wasn't. I was talking about things that need to be true. Yes, and how it was so easy to write about. It was very easy to write about because and how you enjoyed it so much. Lots of character arcs, lots of physical theatre, and the. Uh, Joe disagrees. <laughs> Joe's disagreeing with me. But you want to give it a little tighty? Oh, these. Yeah, I thought the other one, but what the one with the two with the husband? Love, 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 love song. I, I didn't write about that. Well, one. I, I think oh, visually. Yeah, I did, actually. Both were incredible and both had moments that stood out. Love song with the bits where they would fall into the bed yeah. as like and a trap door. And come out as younger one. And, and would like, yeah, was awesome. Yeah. However, things I know to be true, the way they used lighting design to like make it look like someone was floating or like black out the bottom of like... Their feet. And the feet. Things. Or like, no, just feet, like a whole body yeah, worth yeah. of people uh, as a, just a black space and just like lighting. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes was, you think of how effective it could be using sound and lighting. And they handle the all these topics so beautifully. Yes. And yes, because Love Song was a... Oh, well, okay. Things I Know To Be True was um, one of the many topics was about mm. being transgender. However, Love Song was about kind of age yeah. and life, death, Yeah, they handle... They, they just are very good at taking stories and bringing in beautiful kind of meanings or topics that might be difficult to discuss but they seem to handle it in a very like effortless way which mm. i really like yeah i really enjoy theater that's got a bit of a political spin to it or some not i mean not necessarily political but social themes through it which is always very interesting yeah and um, i don't I think, think that's frantic- something ai can replicate no, no. um and i, I think frantic are really good at, at the way they manage these very specific topics i think it's really beautiful yeah no i completely agree with you mm. yes yes did you want to ask some questions we're gonna play a game oh uh, yeah i think we play a game we're gonna play a game okay i've had a thing i think what we should do i don't know how what, what will work best is whether this is me and that's you mm. and we're gonna play who's most likely to and you pick up one if you think okay who we think it <laughs> our is. audio listeners right now oh true <laughs> so well we'll say won't we yeah no we'll not just or do so you we think, think do it's you us we p- place it onto the map that's us. And then I'll take the other one. But then if we both agree, we're both going to grab for the same one, so it's fine. Hold on. So they're yeah, off. Because I feel like you can't see that That's on true. camera. They're off. So if I think it's me, yeah. I'm going to put it on mine. Yeah. So the audio listeners say what they are. So oh. they are. <laughs> very good point. Very good they point. are my Lego Grogu and Lego Mandalorian. It's Josh's 18th birthday present from me. <laughs> that was amazing. Well, of course. Little Grogu and a Mandalorian. Yeah. I think, Joe, you could keep a tight cut close zoom 
well not too tight maybe like a box like this for the whole thing so they just don't need they need to see you us. don't need to see our faces uh but they can just see who we choose well i feel like we're going to end up telling a few stories too i think some stories will come from this cute okay yeah. ready yeah come out slightly so you can see more of, of, of the space here just so that you can see us moving them around that's cool. Oh, that's loads. Yeah, it's tons. And if tons. we if we tell a story, you can come out and we'll yeah. talk about. Okay, it. what's the first question? Okay, who is most likely to forget a line and improv their way out of it? <laughs> but I feel like both. I feel like every musical well, we theatre would agree. We can agree. It, but I, I'm just, I'm not saying. No, I'm, 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 I'm thinking now because I, I feel like if I forget a line. Would I freak? I mean, the thing is, I'm very much an ensemble person. Yeah. I, I'm not like big roles. So I've never really had many lines to forget. I've just, I've definitely, you know, done some dodgy improvs out of it. But I've also, I'll give myself some credit. I've done some pretty good ones. Too. I want to give that to you because I think you do a much better job. I'd try, but I don't think it will work very well. I appreciate that. Do you have any funny, funny improv related stories? I do. I was in a pantomime once and um, the person, I was playing Cinderella I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. But the person playing Buttons, the kind of jester-type character, forgot all his lines. No, okay, I'll give him some credit. Forgot quite a few of his lines. <laughs> give him some night. credit. Just most of them, not all of them. <laughs> and uh, it was very funny. You know, the audience laughed. And at the end, we had this scene where he was confessing his love to me. Hmm. And he was like, Cinderella, I can never seem to find the words. Uh, this is not me forgetting a line. This is me just dobbing him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I went, he went, I can never seem to find the words. And I just went... No, you really can't. <laughs> it just, I got a good laugh. and you know, I'm not very witty generally, but I was really no, proud of true. that. And then I was also in a play and I had this big, long monologue where I was really passionately, you know, angry about being uh, stood up on this date, like, right, yeah. And I was going on and on. And I had to say, listening to Stevie Wonder and Billy Joel, but I was so, like, in this moment, like, really passionately. And I went... Um, Stevie Joel and Billy Wonder like the words just came out wrong and then I had to I stopped and corrected myself and went no Stevie Wonder and Billy Joel but I think doing on. it like that stopping going no makes it feel like it's part of yeah they the all, I got more. a good laugh yeah and then they all had a good giggle and you know I carried on absolutely and so good stories yeah Very thank you it was because they this guy had put they didn't have dating apps, but it was like a blind date she'd been set up on. And that was the things he was interested in. Stevie Wonder, Billy Joel, and smoking cigars. He was a very strange man. <laughs> but... Whoa! Never. Or Billy Wonder yeah. and Stevie Joel. Anyway. I love my Next one. Me. I'll go back. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like have it. you done these questions just to make yourself look really good no. because you're like no, no, I no, do no. amazing I'm going to exp I'm going to expose myself to you. Okay. Who's most likely to fall over on stage? Oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> it's definitely me because I've yeah. also done that a million times. But do I but I do I take yours and put it onto mine? Sure. How does this work? Because you also agree. <laughs> this it's doesn't fine. make sense. If, if, if you if you both think it's Caitlin, both put your models towards Caitlin. Oh, I see. Oh, I was going to go like if Good. It's so Josh, my I'd... my model is like who I think Okay, cool. Oh right. Okay. I think Joe. I think you just keep the the cut close up of this. Cool. We don't need the stories. Uh, True. A proper close up on just the two figures. 
Or like just around this area. Cool. Yeah, our faces aren't that important. No. Um, well, your hair does look good today. Thank you. Thank- oh, it's thank really surprising. You. It's just never. That's never so that. rude. Um, anyway, my story for falling over on stage is I've actually already told this one. I have this tendency. Is my if you haven't seen it, go and check out the last episode. Potentially. The one can I say it because I feel like I want to see if I can remember. It. You cartwheeled. Hadn't cartwheel tested them. Yes, because in the thing is, it's- haven't cartwheel tested them <laughs> apparently. And uh, yeah. Uh, getting into a cartwheel and face planted. I did. Or bum planted or something. Yeah, and I also was in carousel and then I rolled over someone's back and jumped and misjudged it and landed flat on my back on Mm. a revolving stage and it really hurt. Did it it just like continue taking you round and you was like, ah! (laughs) No, it hadn't started revolving yet. Like it was about to, but I I salvaged it. Okay, next question. Let's uh, get, get some speed. Who is most likely... Oh, I feel like I've done these in a bad order. Who's most likely to be in lots of shows at once? I'd agree, also me. Have you just done... I swear you've just done these for yourself. <laughs> no, 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 there's some more. There's some more. Huh. I remember there was one time when you had like five on at once. Yeah. Just a bunch, I d- it's just a, a habit, but yeah. Okay, this this next one could be... Well, I can't say that yet. Sorry, this next one's going to be you, Josh. It's, it's gonna be, should I just put it here already? Yeah. Who's most likely to befriend an actor? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely me. Oh, yes. Yeah, you yeah. put, put yeah, you, Sorry, you put I'm yours. confusing it our own concept. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's definitely Josh. Josh has made lots of friends who are actors and you keep in, you have lots of contacts. Yeah. It's very good. You're very good at talking to people. It's very impressive. Yes. Ovo Theatre celebrated 20 years the other day. Cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Very cool. How's, what's your connection with Ovo Theatre? Work experience. Very nice. Okay, next one. Who is most likely to make up lyrics to a song? Oh, oh come on. <laughs> no, it's not make up lyrics. It's not no lyrics. Just so make up. I've made up a few lyrics in my time, but not generally to musical theatre songs, to like pop songs that I've performed. Yeah. But I, jo- Josh's versions of songs are some of my favourite things thing in is, the world. I never take much time to sit down and just learn lyrics to songs, apart from like Hamilton, because mm. you could do it really well, and I was jealous. I wanted to be able to join in, and so that's why I learned it. It, you, it just happens. It just happens. Josh, Josh, it'll be a song that Josh really likes as well. And then it just will not be the right lyric. It'll, it'll be one of my favourite You were songs. singing um, the song, Ooh, girl, you're shining. Like, like a fourth avenue. Fifth avenue. And he just, <laughs> he, I know. I know, he just, he just changes the lyrics. He's just changed the number it's, every it's time. Not, but I'm not doing it because, like, on purpose. But I you've done it know. Ev- I everything. Think, I think you might have got that from me, Josh, because whenever I have a song in my head, 90% of the time, it's always that song. You still sing that song a lot, but it's not just that song. It's it's everything. everything. I've heard different versions of "Let It Go." Yeah. I've heard versions, literally every like, every song. If I think on top of my head a song I like, I like um, Mumford and Sons. And so if we do I their mean... one, let's see how how far in into life we get lyrics. So come out of your cave, walking on your hands. See the world hanging upside down. You can. Dependent. There we go. Dependent <laughs> when you know your maker's but mind. When Josh sings songs, that's probably wrong. When Josh, but in my head, that's right. But when you sing songs, you never, so you never just go. You just sing. You will. You commit and replace other words. And I go, Josh, that's not the right lyrics. And then you put. You just put in other words and commit and like fill it. You were doing it earlier as well. But it's very funny. Okay, next one. Life as it's meant to be. That might be right. Yeah. That's a good song, though. That is like, a good song. I know song. that song quite well. It's a good song. Uh, next one. 
Who I've I, can, I want to really sing some more songs and see who, how far into it I just like <laughs> change the lyrics. Who is most likely to not realise that they've met someone famous? Oh me! I don't know famous <laughs> people. I <laughs> Josh Josh likes to think that if he met Cameron Macintosh in person, he wouldn't know who it was. I wouldn't know who it was. And then I had a dream him, that I had then, a great conversation with this old man outside And then he put you in <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then afterwards, I was, my friends came up to me like, Josh, that was Cameron McIntosh. And then like I gave him my email because I was just like friendly. And um, he was like... You know what? I, this would be rubbish for audio listeners. But you know what would be kind of fun? Is if we did an episode where I show you photos of like well-known West End actors and actresses <laughs> and you just have to tell me who they are and we'll just Man. see like camera or producers and composers and you just yeah i wouldn't know any it would be really I fun what would happen is to like 90 percent of them josh would be like oh i met them oh. <laughs> 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 or just any like old white man josh would be like karen magadosh <laughs> andrew low <Lowe-Webber? laughs> all the same person to me yeah okay, okay go on next I've one i've got a few more most likely to be late to a rehearsal but I feel like since you've met me is now also you but because well, it's because you give me lifts places oh it's true and I go <laughs> I give you lifts to places but my lifts are always late I can't be late yeah that's no, true and that's you true. can <laughs> yep yeah, yeah. so you balance each other out that's fair it's fine uh, who is most likely to kick a light <laughs> oh come on that's not fair that's not funny <laughs> you must have done that in your time but Kick a, light. kick a light we were doing a bef- uh, a local performance i didn't know whether that was too far and uh, it hurts and uh i was the uh, a jester in adam's family as a ghost and i did like a flip and i um i landed and then i did this thing where i went to the ground and as i was standing back up again by swing my legs around i just knocked one of the like strobe light looking things off the stage but you weren't the only one to do it that way but it had happened before uh, i'd like some questions by joe uh, because I feel like your ones yeah, have no, an answer. Have Do you know what We've I mean? Got, who's, ask us some Joe, on the spot now. Um, Do you have any who's more likely? Now? No, not now. No, okay, cool. But, um, but at some point. Yes. Um, so, uh, so I'd like to hear some from our cameraman, Joe. Yes, definitely. Go on. Some that aren't just ones of answers. <laughs> a lot of pressure, though. Um, have a little think. Why don't you Google some? Theatre edition. Yeah, if if it can be. I put theatre edition in. Oh, did you? Yeah. I see. Some of them were specific, like Uh the last one, but not all of them. Okay, let's do let's do one here. Who's uh, more likely (laughs) to? uh, How do I word this? Because I feel (laughs) like the phrase would give it away, but maybe just Uh, just to to embarrassingly fangirl over someone famous. Well, probably me. Like, because we've just said that you don't know anyone famous, whereas yeah. I'd be... No, I just wanted to, because you do sometimes. I do. I met Carrie Hope Fletcher in a car park. Wait, what? You have not told me this. Have I not? You've told me everything about <laughs> Carrie Hope Fletcher, but you've never mentioned that you met her. I met, met Carrie Hope Fletcher. Yeah. So me and my lovely friend Lauren went to her book signing Yeah. Uh, in Exeter. And yeah, Exeter. Wow. Yes. And we were driving in the car. Her parents were driving us and parked in the car park. And we, she was, Carrie Hope Fletcher was walking towards the barn field. And I went, <gasps> it's Carrie Hope Fletcher. And Lauren went, oh my gosh. And then her mum was like, we'll just pull up here and stopped. And we got out of the car. And then we were like, 
Well, she's walking to her book signing, but we're Did really you get excited. there so embarrassingly early that like she, <laughs> she hadn't even got into the building yet? Because yeah. no, so you get early to We places. weren't that early. And she was walking up to the Barnfield stage door and we walked up to her. And I think we were like just excited to the fact that we'd met her, like she was there. And then we were like, hi. I was, what, 14, 13? Oh. And we were just like hi, we're really excited to come to your book signing. And she's like, oh, thank you. Was that after we broken up? <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was year nine when I went. Um, yeah, you were a little bit weird back then, weren't you? <laughs> Still weird. Still weird. <laughs> yeah, very weird. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I was definitely, it was definitely nervous fangirling. Yeah. You would say. And then me and Lauren met her after, like as she was signing our books. And she was I like, asked her a question. No way. You asked her a question. <laughs> in her book, like she did a, a talk about the book and whatever. And then they did a Q&A. And then I... This is so embarrassing. I want to know. <laughs> laugh at me. We want to know. This is so embarrassing. So... <laughs> yeah, we had broken up. I, I asked her a question about Les Mis and implied the fact that me and Lauren were in Les Mis. I was like, we're doing Les Mis at school. I was Sorry, like, implied the fact that we were in it. We're doing Les Mis at school. And I was like, what's what was your favourite part of like being in Les Mis? She said, that's a really difficult question. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she said, that's a really difficult question because... Thank you. <laughs> that's really difficult. Oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But because she was speaking about it, she's like, oh, that's a really tough question. And then um, said basically like there was so much Were you the same character? about it no 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 i imagine <laughs> no. yeah no i was cosette and she was eponine yeah did you go with a ginger wig on as well so <laughs> she wasn't ginger at that point oh, she not? Okay. and i still had straight hair and a fringe at that point Ugh. so i know and then we met her afterwards <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it that's a whole yeah anyway sorry so yeah you implied that at... you implied that you were in it and i told her and you kept telling her that yeah, you were in it and you, and you saw her afterwards again i met her afterwards three times and she signed out <laughs> she signed signed our books and she was very lovely and we ha- i have a photo wow yeah it was it was really great i'm and gonna I, go onto your phone friend, and delete that photo my friend beth my amazing friend beth very talented artist and she very. drew carrie as wednesday adams when she was in the adams family and so i brought her like um, I brought her the painting and gave it to her. She's taking credit. No, no, I cannot draw to save my life. Should have put your like email address at the but bottom of it. Beth is very talented. Beth is very talented. Yeah. So she she did an amazing drawing. Mm. Yeah. Any uh, any um things, cameraman Joe? Um. Oh yeah. Let me, let me get back on the. the Sorry, that was. I feel like I don't actually think I've done an episode of the podcast yet where I haven't mentioned. <laughs> 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 I, I, I think that is actually. This is episode six of mentioning Carrie Hope Fletcher to, before we have her on the podcast, and then after that we can't. We're not allowed to mention her not again. Not to like give you any more work, but I think it'd be really funny if you edited together all the times that I've said Carrie Hope <laughs> Fletcher. <laughs> not for in this podcast, but yeah. for a real. This is the last segment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Slay. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Okay, back to it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, um, all the ones I found online were crap. Uh, who's, who's the most likely to... I, I'd say who, who's most likely to get, like, be in, like, a big production, like, West End Broadway first? Aww. <laughs> Josh, you have to get, do it to her now. Come on. No, he, does not. Hey. he, does, not. <laughs> <laughs> he um, does not. He does not. He does not. I think... 
you're going into the education directorship route. Yeah. I I'm mean, going into the performance route. Our, our uni courses would suggest... Would like, suggest, yeah. You know, I'm very open to it. And if anyone wants to put me on the West End, I will absolutely say yes. Imagine how weird it would be, though, if, bearing in mind of our courses, yeah. if I went into education and choreography and you just landed West it's End. It's not unheard of. Yeah. It's like a possibility. But I think, you know, it, it, Josh is... Funny, it will be Josh. Josh is very driven and will be on the right course and will work very hard. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I'd quite like the, the shows that I am in, though, the more contemporary feel, more yeah. kind of new. You know, I'm not as, as jazzy, chorus line, mm. whatever, tap, whatever, everything like that. Yeah. Never actually watched Chorus Line. I've just seen bits of bobs. There's, I, there's such famous choreography in that, and I just feel like... In the comments, if you're on YouTube, yeah. leave me shows that you think I should watch, and I can reply to them whether I have or not. You'd be surprised the and amount where I have to watch them. Yeah. Because yeah. if there's stuff online that we can watch, you know. Who's more likely to have, like, a huge, like... You're like, you can't ignore it, like, voice crack in the middle of, like, a big high note. I don't sing high notes, so... Or in the middle of just, like, any any song. Me. Yeah, I think Caitlin on that one. Really? And I think that's because yes. she sings songs that set her up for voice cracks, whereas I'm a baritone who you is scared songs. of tenor, uh, and I really try, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, I just... Anything I, more than an A I've just is had, impossible. Like, I just have done it, but I think I've sung in more concerts yeah. than you have. I did one recently where I had a voice crack and it was really bad and very embarrassing. Uh, and everyone was very lovely and pretended like... It oh, was yeah, that was bad. awful. It was, it was so bad. Was, Joe told Josh off for saying that. But it was so bad. Was yeah, bad. yeah, we you showed did. you the video. We showed you the video. Oh, yeah. No, it was terrible. It was really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's okay because Ooh. I was aware that it was bad, but... I can sing mm. and I'd sung that the annoying thing is I'd sung that song great so many times we and believe then I got you. on stage and I'd sung I know. Mm. <sighs> and I'd <laughs> sung it in the, the like dress run and it was fine and then I think my voice just okay. was tired I've got two good ones to end off this okay episode alright okay okay and I'm saying end off this episode because afterwards it might be impossible to continue with the episode oh. Um, first one's like who's who's more likely to get scammed on the street by a fake charity <laughs> it's got nothing to do with musical there and excuse me you did absolutely nothing to help yeah, we don't need to tell the story but let's just put them over here you didn't you let's did, just you, no let's just no I'm putting it there fine nothing you fine. did nothing okay. to help and then <laughs> who's more yes. likely to break up their partner <laughs> wait, no, wait can I add uh, a more specific Okay. <laughs> we, might, we might cut this out. But the thing is with Caitlin, like my mean, uh, it's like it's kind of like a, a fair-ish level where it's like it's funny. <laughs> I get like it's, savage. It's funny and it's okay. Caitlin is just like heartbreaking. <laughs> I'm either like really nice and bubbly or like savage. Yeah. <laughs> Who's most likely to use their humour as a defence mechanism? Let's just, let's just pop these. <laughs> pop these, pop these okay, Kate, I want to hear one of these, though. I might regret it. But. Um, oh, no, because I can't think of any that aren't really. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know how bad that is? No, no, no. It's not really mean. But I just don't know if you'll. Uh, no, it's fine. It's not that bad. Okay. I'll tell you the one I'm thinking about. Okay. <laughs> I can't say it without laughing, though. 
<laughs> who <laughs> who's most likely to get diarrhea in a squatty hole? Oh come on! <laughs> oh, dude, you didn't. Can we? I'm about to bleep out that word because. <laughs> no, I think we might. I think it's too gruesome. It's for... gross. Man, that was just. To... Why would you have to bleep out the word diarrhea? I mean, diarrhea is not a bad word. Diarrhea. Yeah, but it's just a bit like gross, isn't it? It's just a bit, <laughs> bit much. That was all. At the, that see, that's not mean, is it? It's just. I was. I didn't know whether you wanted no. to out that. No, that's, and I that's realized not you mean. just talk about. That's not mean. No, I. Either. Yeah, I'm really sorry for those listening. Yeah, we apologize, especially audio listeners. Yeah, suffering. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, we didn't say which ones we're putting, but I think it it was fairly obvious. But we, yeah, we talked about. Yeah. It. It's fine. No, I think it's cool. But I'll, I'll... it's fine because we're fine. Uh huh. I think to end this podcast, we'd like to put out a bit of an announcement. <laughs> we're looking for an editor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need a name as well, and, uh, and we're... an editor, <laughs> and an editor, and some and someone to help out with some of the graphic side of things. <laughs> Joe's really excited about it. We just it. need a name. We need a name for the, for the orangutan mug. Yeah. Yeah. So feel free. Maybe we could also name these two. I mean, they've got names. They've got but names. Maybe special names. Okay. Special names. Special names. <laughs> no, we, we don't need to name these two. Mando, <laughs> Grogu. Yes. Sorted. But we are looking for an editor. We are looking for an editor because there's a lot of work. Graphic design. That I'm having to do now myself combined with the podcast the research yes promotion so if anyone out there has any special editing skills yes it's currently please. currently voluntary until this pops off which <laughs> so might not happen drop us a message on instagram yeah if you're really passionate for editing and you want to practice on a weekly in a weekly way we can provide that we can um and if we and come we promise into... we won't make it as difficult as we have done today yeah yeah that's kind of that's kind of rough um so yes yeah. thank you everyone for listening thank you very much we're we really grateful said... that sorry no you go um i was just saying nice things that we're really grateful for you your support yes like subscribe follow um, us on socials I yeah. have said that. i think the most important thing is like these these metrics are cool it shows us like who's interested but the biggest thing is just like who's watching and for how long like mm. we want you guys to enjoy this. I think that's why we say like comment is important because we want people to watch for the whole episode, not just because it's like oh yeah look I watch whatever because it's like then we know that people have been enjoying the content we've put out, and so that's why I think comments are important because we want to hear if you've been watching uh, if you've been and enjoying you and watching. Even if you don't comment, send us a message on Instagram to let us know. Yeah. You know anything? We just like a bit of feedback. So yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you Give for watching. Give us a follow on the socials, which are in the description. And have a lovely week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.